welcome to the Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie-related news, including movies premiering this week, box office numbers, DVD, Blu-ray streaming releases, and any noteworthy developments in the movie world. It's December 22nd, 2017. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hi. The weekend box office numbers are here. And surprising no one, Star Wars The Last Jedi took the number one spot, as well it should. We saw it. We did. 220 million. In second place, Ferdinand, almost as much, 13 and a half million. <laughs> yes, it was and very close. That has a budget of 111 million, Ooh. so I don't know if it's going to make it back, but maybe it will. It was going Why against. Did they put it up against Star Wars. I don't know, but uh, that's its first week. Coco dropped down to number three with 9.9 million, so it's got the respectable 150 million gross. And that's its fourth week. Mm-hmm. In number four, Wonder with five million for a total of 109 million. Also Fifth very week. respectable. Yeah. Justice League rounds out the top five with 4.3 million with a total of 219 million. Fifth wow. week. After five weeks, it's just a hair under what Star Wars made in one weekend. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. When you put it that way, I guess it is a disappointment. Yeah. What's opening in theaters this weekend? Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. In a brand new Jumanji adventure, four high school kids discover an old video game console and are drawn into the game's jungle setting, literally becoming the adult avatars they choose. What they discover is that you don't just play Jumanji, you must survive it. To beat the game and return to the real world, they'll have to go to the most dangerous adventure of their lives, discover what Alan Parrish left 20 years ago, and change the way they think about themselves, or they'll be stuck in the game forever to be played by others without break. Starring Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Karen Gillan. So, this is the sequel to Jumanji. Yeah, it's at 79% uh, fresh on the tomato meter, which I think is pretty good for what, for what kind of movie it is. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty high. I mean, it might be even higher than the original Jumanji. I don't feel like the original Jumanji was that well-received. No, I don't think it was. It wasn't that great a movie, right? I don't think so. So it's kind of weird it's getting a sequel. The sequel looks like, well, they'll make a sequel out of everything. I think they're out of ideas. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It looks like it might be better than the original, but it's probably, you know. I saw it's directed by Jake Kasdan. Which I didn't realize that almost makes me a little Why interested. Why do I know in that name? Well, it's Lawrence Kasdan's son, who uh, was a co-writer or writer of some of the Star Wars films. He oh. co-wrote Empire Strikes Back and wrote Return of the Jedi and then was involved in uh, The Force Awakens. And also, I believe, is writing the Han Solo movie with another one of his sons. I don't think it's... Jake Kasdan, though. But Jake Kasdan was also involved in uh, Freaks and Geeks. He was like a director and a writer, I believe, and he's also done a number of things with Judd Apatow. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So we'll see. I don't know that we'll ever see this. Could maybe on video. (laughs) All right. Also out this week, Pitch Perfect 3. Following their win at the World Championship, the now-separated Bellas reunite for one last singing competition at an overseas USO tour, but face a group who uses both instruments and voices. 
starring Anna Kendrick, Haley Steinfeld, Ruby Rose, Brittany Snow, Elizabeth Banks, Anna Camp, and Rebel Wilson. I haven't seen any of these. So Me neither. I'd be lost. But I guess people like them. Yeah. Well, mm, the critics don't like this one. 29%. Oh, no. But there's How only 63. It could change, but yeah, it's not a good sign. You never know. It might be one of those movies that critics don't like, but audiences do. You know. The original, uh, at least the original one, I think critics like. Oh, yeah? And um, maybe even the second one. Mm, maybe by now they're phoning it in. Possibly. Also out this week, The Greatest Showman. Inspired by the imagination of P.T. Barnum, The Greatest Showman is an original musical that celebrates the birth of show business and tells of a visionary who rose from nothing to create a spectacle that became a worldwide sensation. It stars Hugh Jackman, Michelle Williams, and Zac Efron. So apparently this movie has been in development for a number of years. I saw that it went back to like 2009. They started talking about it with Hugh Jackman attached. Yeah, I think I saw him in an interview saying like, like 10 years ago, somebody asked him if he would do this, and he was like, yeah, thinking it would never actually happen because it was such a, would be such a big, huge production. And, right. And then it did, and they got... Uh, who did the music? It was somebody... Um, I don't know who did the music. I saw that the director is... This is his first feature film. Like, he's done commercials and stuff like that. Is it is it the guy who did like Moulin Rouge? No, 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 newer movie. Um, with uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, La La Land. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, they somebody involved with the music with that movie is involved with the music in this movie. But doesn't look like it's getting too uh, too great. Fifty percent. Ooh, yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Um, so fifty percent tomato meter. 111 reviews, 55 fresh, 56 rotten. We'll see how it does. Darkest Hour. During the early days of World War II, with the fall of France imminent, Britain faces its darkest hour as the threat of invasion looms. As the seemingly unstoppable Nazi forces advance, and with the Allied army cornered on the beaches of Dunkirk, the fate of Western Europe hangs on the leadership of the newly appointed British Prime Minister Winston Churchill played by Academy Award nominee Gary Oldman. While maneuvering his political rivals, he must confront the ultimate choice, negotiate with Hitler and save the British people at a terrible cost, or rally the nation and fight on against incredible odds. Well, this sounds interesting. Yeah, and it's got 84% tomato meter. Ooh, that's good. Certified fresh, 149 reviews, 125 fresh, 24 rotten. Oh my god, Gary Oldman is unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah, so sounds like that's that's a good one. Yeah. Probably not going to be Star Wars The Last Jedi. No, but I'll want to see this eventually. Yeah, we should definitely see point. that. Yeah. Also out this week, downsizing. When scientists discover how to shrink humans to five inches tall as a solution to overpopulation, Paul, played by Matt Damon, and his wife Audrey, played by Kristen Wiig, decide to abandon their stressed lives in order to get small and move to a new downsized community, a choice that triggers life-changing adventures. So... This sounds funny. Maybe. No. Well, 56. I guess it, 128 reviews, 73 yeah, fresh, that's 55 great. rotten. It's also not horrible. So yeah. it could be funny. It's got Kristen Wiig. She's always funny. And finally in wide release, Father Figures. Two brothers, Owen Wilson 
and Ed Helms hit the road to find their long-lost dad after they learn that their mom has been lying to them about his death. This is better be a comedy too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a comedy. I've seen the uh, trailers. <laughs> oh, no for... tomato meter yet. That nuts. No, Doesn't we'll bode well. Yeah. Wow, that was a lot of movies. Yeah. What else is out in limited release? Uh, the Post, Hostiles, and Bright. The Post, I want to see. I mean, that's about like the Pentagon Papers or something. I think. Right, and it's got Tom Hanks. Is it? It's directed by Steven Spielberg too, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I definitely want to see that. That sounds good. I wonder if that's just going to go wide in a week or two. And Bright um, is the. Um, this is a Netflix movie. It's a right? Netflix movie, and I was looking at sounds like it doesn't have very good reviews people do not seem to like it early buzz is very bad and it's got will smith in it yeah but i i also saw that a sequel has already been greenlit so okay yes they're all in on this that's weird for the most part netflix has been making good stuff but this is uh i mean can't have a hit every time the news was a little slow this week what do we got According to TV Line, NBC is considering reviving The Office for the 2018-2019 season. The revival continuation would consist of a mixture of old and new cast members and once again take place at the Scranton branch of Dunder Mifflin. This comes on the heels of NBC's revival of Will & Grace, which has been a critical and commercial success for the network. No word on which cast members would return, except it's been stated that Steve Carell will not be involved. I'm, I can't say I'm excited about this. I, they've been doing this a lot lately. It was kind of, you know, it's kind of cool sometimes, especially when a show didn't get that many episodes, but this show had ran for a long time. I right. mean, I it think hasn't... it played everything out that it could, and I, I don't know what new they could bring. Yeah, and it hasn't been that long since it went off the air either. Yeah. It ran from 2005 to 2013, so that'll only be like five years. And I mean, it's not surprising think... that Steve Carell won't be back. I mean, he left, I think, two seasons before it went off the air. Yeah, and he, he has a, out. And he has a pretty good movie career now, I believe. And I would guess... I don't know. I, I, don't know. I would guess the only characters who are going to return are, like, for the most part, like, the minor characters. Probably. You know, that sounds pretty lame, doesn't John it? John Krasinski has, a, yeah, he's has his a... own series now, and Erin's uh, got her own series. They did this with the original British Office, but it was only like a one-off thing, like a movie-length episode. Right, but that only had two seasons to begin with. and then they... I know. It was nice for that. It, this doesn't need anything. Really, it, I don't but you know what? You never know. Maybe it'll come back and it'll it'll be great. Maybe. Maybe it'll be reinvigorated. Yeah, I, it's a possibility. According to the rap, Stephen Colbert is producing a new cartoon parody based on President Trump for Showtime to air early next year. The half-hour series is entitled "Our Cartoon President" and will premiere February eleventh, twenty eighteen, at eight p.m. for a ten-episode run. It takes place in a parallel universe and examines the quintessentially Trumpian details of the presidency. Yeah, this this could be very funny. There's already a show on Comedy Central called The President Show that, I don't know, sounds somewhat similar. Maybe it'll be different. I haven't even watched that, so I, I, I don't know. Well, this is a cartoon. Yeah, so. it's a cartoon. But, um, you know, it's a parody of Trump, so... Yeah, could be funny. 
I'm sure Colbert will be funny. According to Variety, Paramount has set release dates for G.I. Joe 3 for March 27, 2020 and Dungeons & Dragons for July 23, 2021. Additionally, they announced that Micronauts will be released on October 16, 2020. This is the second Dungeons & Dragons movie. New Line released a movie version in 2000 that starred Thor Birch, Jeremy Irons, and Justin Whalen, grossing just $33 million worldwide. So I don't remember that. I saw it. I saw oh, it in the did? theaters. It was not particularly good. Not but good. I also don't really have any connection to Dungeons and Dragons either, so I don't know if it was true to anything or hmm. not. Well, Dungeons and Dragons is a pretty broad subject, isn't it? I mean I guess. Um it seems like they should be able to do something off of that. Something good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. These are pretty far out there. What is Micronauts? I don't know what that is. It's another type of toy. I don't really know either. Micronauts. Hmm. I think it probably preceded us as children. Oh. Okay. But I don't, I'm, I don't know for sure. So, some casting news for Artemis Fowl. Newcomer Ferdia Shaw will play the title role. And we'll join a star-studded supporting cast, which includes Judy Dench as the stern Commander Root, who leads the Leprechaun Fairy Police Force, Josh Gad as Mulch, the morally ambiguous dwarf thief for hire, and Nonzo Nosy as Butler, Artemis Loyal and Deadly Bodyguard. Child actress Laura McDonald will play Captain Holly Short, Artemis Elven Victim, and Foe. Artemis Fowl, produced by Kenneth Branagh and Judy Hoffland, is set to hit U.S. theaters on August 9th, 2019. Production begins early next year in the U.K. I guess this is a, a series of, like, children's books. I guess they're, they're kind of comparing to... Harry Potter. I didn't read any of them. No, me neither. So I'm I not familiar. This. this is this is a Disney. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. They really they really like Josh Gad. Yeah, he's I mean, getting that's... a lot of work. I was gonna say that he's getting a lot of work lately. I mean, that's at least Frozen, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. and this. I almost feel like maybe there's something else too, but oh well, we'll see. I'm sure we'll probably see this. Yeah, perhaps. And that's it for the news this week. Now it's time for a sponsor break. Do you like playing video games on your television set? Yes. Well, buy an Atari 2600 then. It's what everybody wants for the Christmas holiday season. Is there anything new to streaming this week? Yep. Netflix dropped a bunch of originals. Hello, My 20s, Season 2. Russell Howard, Recalibrate, The Indian Detective, Season 1, La Casa de Papel, Season 1, 72 Dangerous Animals, Latin America, Season 1, Bright, which we discussed in the top, Dope, Season 1, Fuller House, Season 3, The Toys That Made Us, Season 1. And Fuller House, Season 3, that's like the second half of Season 3. I think the first half premiered in the fall, so we're gonna oh. have, we'll have to catch up on that. Yeah, you I think will. It, I think it might have been a cliffhanger. On Amazon Prime, the new Battlestar Galactica, Monk, Human Season 2, Woodshock, The Last Post Season 1, and Dogville. HBO got Going in Style, Gunpowder, miniseries premiere. Hulu got Amelie, Adventureland, Sling Blade, and Kate and Leopold. Cinemax got Predator, Fist Fight, 
And Neighbors 2. You know, I kind of want to see this fight. I would watch it. It's got Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> he cracks fun. me up. Also out this week on DVD and Blu-ray, Dunkirk, the Lego Ninjago movie, Victoria and Abdul, Mother, Stronger, Leatherface, Salvation, Season 1, Stanley's Lucky Man, Season 1. So yeah, a bunch of movies that we talked about when they were out in the theater are uh, yeah. starting to come. You're referring to the Lego Ninjago movie? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Mother, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least. That's true. And Stronger. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did, we did talk about Stronger. All right, so since it's Christmas next week, we decided to put together a list of Christmas and Christmas-related movies that you can view. Yeah, it's not a lot, because I know everybody has their, their favorite that they probably own. But, you know, just in case you are looking for something else... You can catch Gremlins on Netflix, uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol on HBO, The Snowman from 1982 on Amazon Prime, Rise of the Guardians is on FX Now, and if you're looking for something not to watch with the kids, Bad Santa is on Hulu. Is The Snowman the animated one where the snowman flies? Uh, yeah, I believe it is animated. I don't know that I've ever seen it. So I, I remember know. that from when I was a kid. I remember it freaking me out. Oh, is it is it I scary? I don't think it's, it's scary. This? Yeah, I think it's that one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it, but I don't think I liked it. Oh, okay. So maybe you shouldn't see that one. Or maybe uh, you should. Maybe it's not as creepy as I remember it. Merry Christmas. Let's go to the polls. So last week we had a poll semi-related to Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, we asked, in The Force Awakens, when Finn gives BB-8 a thumbs up, and BB-8 sticks out his lighter, is BB-8 giving him a thumbs up back, giving Finn the finger, or attempting to light Finn's cigarette? And 56% said, thumbs up. 32% said, middle finger. 12% said, cigarette lighter. Yep, cigarette I guess. Cigarette light. And that's thumbs 50, up wins. And that's out of 50 votes. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we... Um, I got a lot of votes. Looks like I looks like I'm correct, at least according to. Yeah, the you're probably polling. correct, I guess, or maybe it's purposely ambiguous. It might be. I feel like I've seen people ask that of people involved with Star Wars, and they haven't been clear on that. But oh, I say, really? I say, there's no fingers in Star Wars. <laughs> The finger is a very mild way of, you know, it's mild cursing, which is what they do in Star Wars. Mm, I don't know about that. All right. So thanks to everybody who voted. And this week we have another poll that we're going to do related to the Christmas holiday. And we're asking, what's the better Christmas movie? Die Hard, Home Alone, A Christmas Story, or It's a Wonderful Life? And there's only one obvious answer in that list. I don't know. I think your favorite might be at the bottom. No. No way. There are diehard fans of the other ones, some of these. Wait, and everybody loves It's a Wonderful Life. Is that like a pun? No, it, uh, no pun intended. It was that accidentally. But seriously, people are crazy for Die Hard. And then a different group of people are crazy for A Christmas Story. So. But Home Alone's the best one. And I mean, it's a good. A lot movie. of people like it's a wonderful it's life too. No, Home Alone has no competition. Weird. 
And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Michael's giving you a thumbs up right now.